Hi, beautiful. I have spoken so many times on here about how overwhelming it can feel when you are standing at the starting line, about to embark on your journey with setting up all of your business. And for me, coaching has always felt like it's been something in my blood. It's really something I love. It's my passion. And when I'm coaching, I feel completely in my power, um, especially when I'm at the start of beginning my sessions. But when it comes to being and thinking like an entrepreneur, that's something for me that's required a huge journey of learning and growth for my knowledge and practice and mindset. So um, there are lots of things that I'm continuing to discover that are available to not only help you, but also elevate your business and convert potential clients into sales, um, which, of course, is completely crucial if you're wanting to ensure your business turns over a profit and continues to scale. So one of these recent discoveries has been about investing in copy. And I kept hearing this word copy being spoken about on Instagram through, you know, all of the gurus out there talking about copy and thinking, what is this? Like, what is copy? And so I wanted to use this space today for you to help demystify what copy is um, so that you feel really empowered with the knowledge and then you can decide whether um this is something that would be right for your business to invest in. Um, and so because, as I've alluded to, I'm definitely not the copy expert. I'm very excited to have a super beautiful person, Ella, join us today, um, who's going to be sharing so much of her wisdom, as well as sharing more about how um, navigating, setting up her business and handling setbacks. So without further ado, please say hello, Ella. <laughs> Hi, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> You're so welcome. Um, well, I think probably the best place to start is for you to introduce a little bit more about yourself in your own words um so yeah do you want to tell the audience a little bit about who you are and what you do and perhaps a little explanation of what copy is in your words yeah of course so hello everyone <laughs> um, my name's Ella and I'm the founder of Epiphany Copy which is my copywriting business that I have had for over two years now which is absolutely crazy to think about <laughs> um, and I help purpose-driven service-based businesses and business owners to find their authentic voice and elevate their business through copy that is backed by strategy infused with psychology and led by their values and that's my main goal is to help people really elevate their businesses through copy um, now I do this in multiple different ways um and it depends you know what support people need um and I think this hopefully will give you a good overview of what copy actually is so basically copy is just the words in your business so anything written that is copy now there tends to be two main types of copy when it comes to businesses so there's content so that's things like instagram captions or blogs email newsletters things like that and then there's sales copy which is more <clears throat> sales focused um, and more strategically driven in a different way its sole purpose is to be making sales and to increase your conversions um, and they both involve the content and sales copy different skills um, and they can be really broad. Uh, there is overlap, but they are different types of copy. Um, and when it comes to sales copy, that's things like website copy. So all of the words on your website, it could be the taglines and all the phrases and your tone of voice and things like that. <clears throat> um, and it can be things like uh, email sequences or launch copy if you're going into a launch and you want a sales page, things like that. So those are the different types of copy. Um, and that kind of leads into 
the types of services I offer. So I offer retainer-based services, which are specifically for the content. So that's where I write copy for my clients' businesses and they use them for blogs or captions or email newsletters. And then I have sales copy. So they're more one-off projects where we work together to, um, and I will write your website copy or a sales page, an email sequence, funnels, things like that. Um, And then I've recently started doing more copy consultancy, which I absolutely love. Um, And that's more of the education side. So people hire me as a guest expert in their masterminds, for example. Um, I do different masterclasses. Uh, I have copy power hours. So for example, say you're not at that point where you're ready to have someone do your copy for you and write your copy for you, but you know you want to work on your copywriting skills or perhaps you've written something yourself. We have a session together and I will give you all of my advice and tips on the copy that you're writing. So that's the kind of basic overview of what copy is and how it works in my business and how I do it. Um, So hopefully that that gives a good overview of what copy is if you haven't heard of it before and you've been wondering what on earth everyone's been talking about. (laughs) 100% I think that completely simplifies it like it is just the words it's just the words that you're using to connect with your audience your potential clients and how that and then the psychology behind that of how it helps your clients your potential clients convert to real clients paying clients so that makes total sense to me um like I said it's something that I've really been on a journey with I think myself and understanding kind of um some some depths and layers of it I guess I've gone um I think it's really interesting as well that like some of the things that you're speaking about there is really interesting because I'm thinking well they are things as well that um there's like overlap actually in some of the things yeah. that I do because you know when you're talking about what their tone client's tone of voice is and what their mm-hmm. values are um and then I think there's obviously often like a whole section about the client's story and like yeah. how that relates to the you know their clients and I think sometimes you well there's certainly people that I'm working with that don't feel clarity on all of that and so that Mm -hmm. can hinder their ability to kind of create copy and I'm sure that's something that you're kind of working with them to yeah yeah definitely and that's a big part of all of how I do anyway and my process when I work with clients whether that's one-off or retainer or even just on a power hour for example yeah we really start off by focusing on that essential part of your business and establishing your brand stories and your tone of voice and your values and how you want to sound and how you want to connect because that's essentially what copy is it's just your way of connecting to your audience through words in your business that's that's essentially what it boils down to and to be able to do that really effectively and to be able to use copy in a way that does elevate your business and does increase those connections and does lead to sales whether that's immediately or over time because like everything in business nothing is a magic wand you do have to work at it um you know that's the goal of copy and that's what you want to be doing and to do that effectively you have to have those foundations in place you have to know your tone of voice and know how you want to speak to them and you have to do the work first and I know I mentioned in the beginning but there's kind of three core elements to that for me and that is strategy psychology and your values um and being able to blend all of those together is what makes copy really powerful so that's where I start when it comes to all of my client work and how I run my business um and that's what's makes copy really effective I think is those three different elements and I really I really love that like the phrase that you're saying as well about that ability to connect that your words how your words sorry connect with your audience because I think especially for service-based, you know, entrepreneurs, whether they're coaches or businesses, um, like therapists or consultants, whatever it is that they are, 
I think first and foremost, they're here to create impact. And I think there's a lot of like shying away from the entrepreneur business mindset piece because it's like often not something that you know we've done before and and I think that uh, that kind of sort of re thinking in your mindset is sorry shifting your mindset to just think about like the way that you're showing up on social media with your content prompts the way that you're presenting yourself in your emails the things that you're writing on your website it isn't about like selling and marketing and messaging it's about connection and I think when you shift that in your mindset it really shifts how you feel about it because it comes back to your core values as in your space business um so I really really love that I think that's really powerful um okay and then your your company name is Mm. epiphany coffee yeah uh, sorry which I absolutely love and so I really wanted to ask you what was the inspiration behind that name okay so this is one of my favorite things to talk about um because the name is so like it's very specific and it's chosen for such a reason now it's probably no surprise that as a copywriter and someone who spends their days writing all the time words are a big thing for me I I love words and I've always loved writing and words now before like long 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 ago before I'd even knew that I was going to be a copywriter and start my business one word I've always loved is epiphany I don't know why I just love the way it sounds um and then I realized that my journey to becoming a business owner and then to becoming a copywriter specifically was a series of mini and big epiphanies and that's what led me here and then when I kind of realized that it was another epiphany all over again I was like well that's the name for the business like that is that is it and I feel like that it works on multiple levels as well so there's like personally and then like the goal of copy I always think is to give your reader that epiphany the especially in business that moment of realization so if you don't know what an epiphany is and you haven't heard of it before (laughs) it is that moment of realization it's that aha moment like oh Yes, like you know when something just clicks and you get it and I just think business-wise like speaking from business perspective your copy should be designed to give your audience that moment where they think oh my gosh this is what I've been looking for perfect like I found it and it clicks and that's what your copy is designed to do so that was that level but then on a personal level and this is sort of how I got into the copywriting space um was I first had the epiphany that I did not want to be working nine to five I wasn't the lifestyle I wanted it wasn't the environment for me mm. um so that was kind of that first epiphany that okay I want to start my business I want to I want to do something for myself and yeah. I've come from a chain of like female entrepreneurs there's so many people in my life um and in my family that are entrepreneurs really? yeah okay. which is quite funny because I feel like for most people I speak to anyway a lot of people they're the first which I think yeah. is amazing um so it's quite it feels a bit different for me because it was a big scary thing to do but I'd seen it done you know which is always really Mm. nice and very encouraging like my mum owns her business my sister has a business my aunties have their own businesses my grandma had her own business so I think having that first epiphany of I want to do that too and feeling like I was meant for a bit more um, Mm. and that I knew I was capable of doing more and having like a business for myself so that was the first epiphany which led me to actually start my business Um, and I actually started out as a virtual assistant because at the time I knew I wanted to enter the online space but I didn't know what I wanted to do with that and I saw VAs being talked about a lot and I was like I could do that I'm an organized person you know I'm I'm very on top of things like I like that Um, and I think at the time I was oh I'd be able to write but without it didn't click at that point that that's what I really love to do and then when I started it 
that's when I was realizing that the tasks I love to do were the writing and all of my clients were saying oh you've this is amazing you know this is really good and I love you writing and they wanted me to do more of that and then that's kind of when that second epiphany happened and I was like writing why am I not doing copy (laughs) like why not my entire business like I don't have to just have that as a part of it I can have it as a whole and then as you do on Instagram I came across um this other copywriter who was doing it who has been one of my mentors now and she's amazing and I saw her account I was like oh this is an actual thing like I can really really do this and that was that kind of second level epiphany and once I did that everything changed in my business and I think because I felt so aligned with what I was doing and it felt so right and my energy shifted like when you were saying when you shift your energy from sales to just connection and doing what you love and putting that out there everything then snowballed and suddenly I had a business and it was those epiphanies and that's when I was like okay well from shifting from the VA because I was virtually Ella because very uncreative name but I was like (laughs) virtually Ella that'll do because I just wanted to start the business yeah I can't be virtually Ella because that's not what this is anymore and then I was like well this has been a series of epiphanies and that's what copy is so there we go that was the story of a poopany coffee and how that oh, name came about. Do you know what I think? Um, that is like, that's such a powerful story to share because I think a lot of the people that listen to this podcast, mm. um, they are kind of like sometimes getting stuck on having the answers and, yeah. and, and not wanting to do things until they've kind of got the information. And I just love that your kind of story has been the opposite of that kind of just yeah. like, I want to start a business, right? Look at the first thing. I'm going to do that. Like try yeah. that. And then it's kind of just led you down a journey of discovery to kind of finding this place where everything has just sort of not fallen into your lap, yeah. but it's just yeah. become aligned, you know, yeah. um, because you've chosen to take action kind of even before you've had that, that like specific answer. Yeah. And, and I, I think, think you need, you get the information by doing it. Like you'll find out what the answer is yeah. by yeah. doing it and trusting yeah. that gut instinct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of, I think, <clears throat> I think there can be like a, um, a perception of, if I've not got it right, then it's failure. But it's mm-hmm. it's completely the opposite of that. It's kind of doing something to discover it and like understand. Yeah. Well, how does that feel to me? For, for me, how are people responding when I'm working in the world in that way? Mm-hmm. Like, what's not working about that? How can I shift that? How can I make that better? What do, what skills do I need to improve? And then when you kind of like are just piecing all those pieces together, it just all becomes. Uh, yeah, it all it just it, it all comes together, doesn't it? So um, it does. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. Um, so you you said a little bit about what, um, like, pro- obviously, previous to your business, you were working nine to five. So it, I'm always in- interested to hear, like, what did you do before your business? Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I love this question as well, because I love to know. I love to know what people <laughs> or I love to know how they got to where they are. Yeah. Um, part of why I'm a copywriter because I just love hearing people's stories Stories, and being able to tell them feels like such a privilege so Uh okay so (laughs) I um originally I guess it all started I did a degree in psychology um and I was going through the degree I I didn't know what I wanted to do I didn't go into that necessarily thinking I was going to be a psychologist per se I just knew I loved psychology I loved people I loved being able to understand the brain um and I've always been very um interested in the science aspect as well and a lot of the just what goes on in the brain I think is absolutely fascinating um so I did my degree um and I finished it and I had no idea what I was going to do with it um I didn't know whether I really wanted to go into psychology because I'm a very emotional person and I'm very um 
empathetically driven and I empathize with people a lot and although that is a really great skill I think it's something that makes me a good copywriter because I can understand people's perspectives and I'm really good at like relating that and putting that down in a way that you know does what copy does and converts yeah. and but I was like I don't think I could do this I don't think I'd want to be like a, a therapist or work in like a hospital because I don't think I could separate myself from the emotions of others and that would drain me yeah. um I nearly did a law conversion degree um because law is also something that I loved yeah. um but that's when I started kind of having the first inklings of I don't think I want that super high pressured lifestyle for the next 40 years and I don't know if I want to be working you know 8 a.m till 12 p.m at night because you know I just didn't think that was the lifestyle that was gonna sustain me and health-wise I knew I had to be careful because I'm very susceptible to burnout I push myself I am very I very driven like I really want to work hard and I want to do the best at everything I can but I put a lot of pressure on myself so I kind of that's when I first started kind of thinking okay maybe that sort of really high pressure situation I'm probably not going to help myself here um but then I I got out of uni as most people did I just had a job being a waitress um for a while while I kind of tried to figure out what I wanted to do mm-hmm. um and then a marketing position came up um as a social media manager and like content creation um and in between this time as well I'd done a um like an internship at one of the like local newspapers and content creation. So I had been writing quite a lot then. And I think that's what then made me think, oh, okay, I could write for a living. Like I could actually do this. I was writing articles and doing like sales copy and writing for magazines. And I was like, oh, okay, like this, I really like this. So when a permanent marketing position came up, I was like, it's, it's, it's content adjacent. Like I could do that. Yeah. Um, and I did that for a year. Um, and I re- I did really like it. I was lucky. I had a nice company that I was working for, um, but it just wasn't something just wasn't the right fit. And I was getting a little bit bored, to be honest, um, of like writing the same type of thing. And for clients that I wasn't choosing um, and I felt like I could be doing more like my mind's very busy. I like to be doing different things at once. Um, and I was just obviously in one position doing my job as you do in a bigger company, don't you? You're like one clog in a whole bigger system. Um, so then I realized that I probably did have the skills and the ability to run my own business. As I mentioned earlier, I had a whole host of people to take inspiration from in my family and who I'm lucky enough to have support me. And, you know, they believed that I could do it too. So then I, I took the jump um, and I just thought enough is enough. Like I'm not happy in the nine to five. My health wasn't very great either. And I wanted to be able to really prioritize that. Um, and I knew that I was doing a really well at my job, but I then kind of realized that I wanted to do that for myself and I really wanted to take those skills and turn it into something for me and grow in that way. Um, And then I could figure out, you know, I can work with the clients I wanted to work with and I can really like tailor my business. And then obviously I quit. I was very reckless. I'm not a reckless person. I think everything through. I literally was like, (laughs) and I quit. And I was like, oh my God, I've done it. (laughs) I was like, how did I do that? Because yeah, if you know me, I think everything through 10,000 times over and it takes me ages to make a decision, but apparently not this time. Which Yeah, I was like, I can't do it anymore. Um, So yeah, I quit after about a year. um, And then that's when I started my business and it's just grown from there. So I do have like previous like marketing experience and the psychology and I think and the writing and all of that is then brought into the copy that I write for my clients and it's without even realizing I think I was almost trading myself to do this job without even knowing yeah it was like it was almost it was almost 
always meant to be yeah yeah yeah. oh that's so nice um (laughs) I really love that as well the whole story about um just yeah making the reckless decisions (laughs) like I think there must be there's some there's obviously something behind that where you kind of just you had that intuitive feeling of like this is right for me and just you didn't have to overthink it Um, because I think there I think there is something there is something that often stops people I think from Mm -hmm. from making decisions and it's that kind of like battle isn't it between like your head and your heart you kind of know somewhat something but then you're so in your head about all the reasons or you know what if this happens what if Mm -hmm. all the reasons that it could go wrong um you know and then sort of doubting yourself and that can really stop you so I think yeah yeah, really powerful I think to just be able to tune into really what what your gut's telling you and just go for it even though it feels so so scary (laughs) I think the thing with this I kind of I was quite strict with myself and I thought well if it doesn't work I can always get another job like I can always get another job in marketing I can always go back but am I going to regret it if I sit in this job for another few years and you know so I just was like no we're just going to make the move as nice as the job was it wasn't the perfect fit for me. It wasn't exactly what I needed to be doing, I think. And I just, like I said, I didn't have it planned out, but I just went for it. Yeah, and good for <laughs> you. Well, so yeah. obviously it was the right decision. I don't know. I, I feel like maybe we've answered this a little bit, but maybe there's more to add. Um, from your perspective, mm. why, why copy is so important and the kind of like value that it adds to brands and businesses. Yeah, so I think... Main, let's go there's two levels to this there's levels to everything um yeah. I think the most obvious one like we've already spoken about is it gives you like words are how you communicate with your audience and they're how you are sharing your message it's how you're helping people it's how you're going to bring people into your world it's how you connect with them so having copy that is really well thought out that is driven by that strategy and written in a way that is moving you towards your goals is crucial because that is the kind of vessel you use to grow your business. Um, and it's how you communicate and everything is communication. So prioritizing that in your business is going to help it evolve in one way, shape or form, depending on what your goals are, depending on what you want to do with it. Copy gives you that opportunity to really expand your business and grow it in the way that you want, because you are taking control of how you're talking and who you're talking to and you know when you know who you're talking to and how to talk to them in a way that brings them into your world keeps them engaged and leads to conversion then that's how you grow your business so mm-hmm. obviously prioritizing the copy is gonna help you in one way or another grow your business and really elevate it so that's I think the value that copy brings um and then in terms of hiring someone to do it for you obviously as a business owner myself <laughs> and as, as you'll know yeah. it's not like a one you're not just doing your job when you're a business owner you're not just serving your clients you are doing everything else and one thing that a lot of my clients have said to me and I didn't even think about this until people started saying it was once they'd handed over their copy that pressure had gone and they knew that they had especially on like retainer basis they were going to be showing up whether they felt like it or not they were going to be talking to their audience in the way they wanted to whether they were in the right mindset or not they have that consistency in their business and that takes a lot of the pressure off and then what they found was happening was they would then have moments where they found really felt really inspired to write their own copy and they'd go and do it and it was great and they didn't have that pressure because I know I love writing not everyone likes writing not everyone likes to have to think of ideas and write them out and all of that and I think that time and consistency that high outsourcing copy can give you if that's what you feel is right for you 
is obviously really powerful because it frees up not only your physical time but your mental space and then you can focus on everything else knowing that you're still communicating you're still moving your business forward and you're still doing what you can to elevate everything um but generally speaking even just taking the time to learn how to write copy or communicate with your audience on that deeper level is just so important because that's what really drives your business and you don't have to outsource it but just having those I think it's really important to at least try and have a bit of understanding and educate yourself around how to write copy in a way that is going to benefit your business because you don't want to do and not damage I don't think you'll do damage that's probably the wrong word but you know, you don't want to just be putting things out there for the sake of it. Yeah. Things out there that has a purpose and that is really reflecting what you want is yeah. so much more impactful than just quickly typing up something because you feel like you have to. Hundred percent. There's, I think there's so much in in that to kind of unpack. To be honest, like I'm, my head sort of just yeah. going, <laughs> like there's so many things when you're talking there because I think um like a lot of a lot of clients when they first start with me have a like really poor relationship with showing up on social media creating content and it's because they're stuck in this place of like feeling like they have to it's really time consuming feeling like resenting being there because it's taking up time and like taking away from the stuff that they like to do in their business and um yeah I think like like you said, I think it's so, it, it actually is something I think that should be a priority, you know, right, yeah. right early on um, in your business, because it isn't, I, I also think there's kind of, like you said, like levels to it in terms of like your understanding the psychology and um, like the how to write good copy, to write to yeah. write it. But also I think when you understand it in terms, in terms of writing it, it comes into your language. So then when you're actually face-to-face in like if you do discovery calls for example yeah um and even like showing up and talking on stories or going on Mm. lives like the way that you're speaking and connecting with your audience is going to elevate it's not about you know the writing but it's because you've done the work do you know what I mean in the in the messaging stuff and it kind of just it ripple effects into every area of your business and so yeah like you were saying like if you're not doing it it's not going to damage your business but I think it's going to severely hold you back with with having those skills because you're kind of um, you're just going to get stuck. You're going to get stuck at the level of your skills. And and you are. Yeah, that's exactly that. And the fact that you said, you know, that messaging ripples out is so, so true. Like it isn't just the written words. And I know that a lot of my clients feel like an increased level of confidence. They feel like they can be working with me and focusing on their copy. They can show up better because they know how to word it. And there's nothing more frustrating when you know what you want to say, but you don't know how to say it, or you think it sounds right. And then you put it out there and it's like, oh, that doesn't hit correctly. So yeah. when you are getting that right, your energy changes, your confidence changes and your copy has changed yeah. and your audience feels all of that. And I think yeah. that's why it's such an impactful thing to yeah to work on because yeah it does it changes how you show up and it when you are confident in your messaging and you know the little phrases you use to talk about an offer for example or anything like it gives you so much power I think copy and prioritizing copy in your business gives you this other level of power over yourself and your business yeah yeah like it it, it is a confidence thing I think it is because you're you're kind of you completely trust that what you're saying is going to land with the right person. I think yeah. when, you, when you have that, you don't, all of those other worries that certainly, you know, the people that I'm speaking to have in terms of like worrying about failing, worrying about judgment, yeah, you know, worrying about losing followers or offending people. It's like, 
those things don't matter because mm. the reality is actually if I can connect with the person that this is meant for yeah trust that I'm able to do that really well like that's what I care yeah. about um, yeah and definitely. so yeah it completely changes everything I think like you're saying um especially in terms of yeah. confidence um okay um so I also wanted to mention this because I think it's really an important part of your story when I first sort of discovered you on Instagram yeah it was when you had first set up your second account because your first account got I didn't did it get hacked it got blocked in some way deactivated of really randomly I was on it in the morning and the afternoon I went on it and it told me it had been deactivated and I lost everything without warning so I still don't know what happened yeah it was like, a tough day <laughs> yeah I feel I, I this is this is why I wanted to talk about it because I feel like that is like if you are using social media to market yourself that's like every business owner worst nightmare, worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah just I'd love to for you to tell tell us tell everyone more about kind of what happened and then yeah how, how that impacted you and how you handled it and moved through it because you're still thriving so there's a positive <laughs> story to tell <laughs> yeah um well like I said random Monday I was on it in the morning I had a client call in the afternoon and I went on my Instagram because I think I'd posted earlier that day and I just wanted to you know had a couple comments wanted to check on it and I went on it and it said that your account has been deactivated you can appeal it here um appeals will take like 24 hours and we'll let you know um although you said my account had been suspended suspended if you don't appeal it it will be deactivated so I was like okay don't panic I was like appeal it so I appealed it um and then 24 hours later I just got an e- uh, email and a message on my phone saying that it had been deactivated. Um, and that was that. And I was like, okay, <laughs> right. <laughs> what do I do now? Um, obviously the panic set in because that was, and I felt I kicked myself for not taking my own advice, which is do not put all of your eggs in one basket. Even if you're only putting one egg, one tiny egg in another basket, at least have that other basket. And luckily earlier in the year, I'd started an email list. I hadn't been nurturing it as much as I wanted to um, because my main focus had been my Instagram. And for context, I have grown my entire business on Instagram. I hadn't used anything else. Um, So it really was, it felt like Instagram was my business. So Mm -hmm. having that suddenly taken away, I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, what am I going to do? Luckily, at the end of that week, I actually had my first in-person event with a load of other copywriters in London. So I was able to connect with real people. And that really helped because I was like, all is not lost, you know, it'll be fine. Um, So I set up a new account pretty quickly because I soon realized I couldn't go without it. And Mm -hmm. if I just didn't want to be inactive. I appealed it. Um, you can kind of submit different forms to Instagram. I still haven't heard anything. It's been months now. It was July, I think it happened. Mm. Um, and I appealed it. Um, and nothing happened. But I thought, okay, I don't know if anything is going to happen. So I started my new account. Um, I followed everyone I could possibly remember because that's a challenge in itself. Um, and I messaged people. I Like I said, I didn't have many people on my email list at the time, but I emailed out and said, help if you could read the word follow it and I was gobsmacked by how many people did honestly it felt so overwhelmingly it was almost emotional the amount of people who were sharing the new account and saying such lovely things and it kind of in a weird way although I was so sad that I had lost the Instagram that I'd spent over a year and a half 
building and nurturing and really felt like I had a community it then made me realize that it actually was a real community because people were gathering they were helping they were being kind they were sharing the word and posting and you know getting out there and although it was such a weird time because it was a proper panic moment oh my god I feel like I've lost my business Mm. it was also one that was really empowering and made me realize how important your copy is because that's how I built my business so you know and I've obviously connected and resonated with a lot of people so that was so reassuring and no my my Instagram is not as big as it was and it's been it has been growing and it's grown quicker than it did before when I first initially started um but I still feel like I have just a stronger community um and actually it forced me to expand in other ways so you know I'm now really focused on my email list um and I really love that and that sort of so although it was literally everyone's worst nightmare especially if you are mainly focused on Instagram it it taught me a lot and it also reminded me that there are real people behind the screens and that's why it's so important like you're not connecting to another screen you're connecting to real people and if you get that connection right it's really powerful and that's what's literally saved my business so it was a really tough time but it really kind of rooted me in what I do even more um And it forced me to, you know, these things happen in business, like things happen and you have to find ways to get over them. And I think that's when, if you know, you have those foundations set up that you can carry on and and push through. So it was a very, it felt very dramatic at the time. I know losing your Instagram is definitely not the worst thing to happen, but at the the time it was very much like, oh my goodness, what what has happened? Um, But yeah, so we're rebuilding um, and it's, it's going well, like I said, and it's nice because I've, found so many new people like you said like you found my Instagram and that's really lovely and that probably wouldn't have happened and I probably wouldn't be here on this podcast if I hadn't lost my account in the first place so yeah yeah exactly exactly kind of um opened open new doors and maybe just made you reevaluate kind of actually where else do I want to put my energy in my business and yeah I think that like uh, the thing for me that I was kind of like hearing listening to you talk about that is almost that sort of the a sense of validation really from from everything that you have done in your business actually it has created exactly what you had intended it to in terms yeah. of community element and connection to real people and I, mm-hmm. I think that is so important to remember that you know that point that you were saying that you, you these are real people that are yeah. the accounts because um often I think Instagram is a can be a bizarre kind of um place <laughs> it, it can be yeah, a bizarre place because yeah. Because often it's it's such um you're, we're we're all going on there and just consuming everything so yeah. fast and I don't think we always individually take time to like engage and interact and respond mm-hmm. to things on there, but just because people aren't doing that doesn't mean yeah. people aren't watching doesn't mean people aren't connecting to you doesn't mean people aren't supporting you and I yeah. think it's just like really important to remember that that you're you're creating an impact even on the people that you probably don't even know that you are yeah yeah Um, so that definitely reaffirmed that for me and uh, when people found my new account because it's really hard because you can't remember like when you think about how many people you connect with or how many people you followed you trying to remember them and their usernames it's not an easy task yeah, no. um, and I had people finding me again when other people were sharing it and messaging me saying like I wondered where you'd been like oh. I I'm so confused because suddenly you'd stop posting and that was really nice because like, okay people actually are listening to what I have to say and I think yeah like you say that's really powerful and it was a rubbish way to learn it but also yeah 
a really rewarding one as well and it was very validating because mm. like I said what I was doing worked which gave me a lot more confidence to start again <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely and and I think there is um something to be said as well for just choosing to to start again as well yeah. because I think for some people you could just be like oh, this is a start you could read it as a sign yeah, like, this isn't going to be I should go do yeah. something else yeah um, and almost the harder option is to to start again and rebuild yeah. it pick up the pieces but um you've obviously did that you took the balls by the horns and yeah. <laughs> so definitely did so no other option <laughs> oh, great um so I'd love to ask as well for um for the newer entrepreneur that's just getting yeah. started what advice would you give to them about creating great copy okay this is a really good question uh, a really important one and I think ultimately before you write a single word of copy my advice is always to take the time and sit down and think about what you want to be saying why you want to be saying it and how like what is the end goal of it you really want to be evaluating what the purpose is so you're not just kind of just like I said earlier just writing things for the sake of it the best thing you can do for your copy is be strategic even if for now as you're just getting started that strategy is knowing what your values are and how you can communicate them and knowing what you need to say to your audience so whether that involves a bit of market research and finding out where they're at but taking that time to really solidify your foundations because that's what's going to help you get started in writing copy and the sooner you can do that the sooner you can have your values and you know you know your services you know what your audience is going through you're going to be able to communicate to them and don't be afraid to invest in education even if you can't afford to work with a copywriter or have it hand over completely I think it's worth investing not even money just time in developing your skill um and really making sure that you are prioritizing your copy and it's it's really hard I think you have to kind of be quite humble as a business owner you can't do everything like, I'm not a designer you would not want me designing your Instagram or your sales page I can, I can do the copy layout if you want to talk about how the copy should be put on your sales page or your Instagram absolutely but you do you don't want me doing the design so I've had to either <laughs> learn how to you know learn a bit of design myself or outsource when needed mm-hmm. and it's the same with copy and it's really hard because we write every day, whether it's business or wise or not, you're sending texts, you're sending emails, you're reading, you know, you are writing all the time. And maybe you did English in school and you used to write really great essays, but writing for your business is completely different. So I think taking the time to really understand your foundations and the goals of your copy and then taking active steps to improve either your approach to copy or educating you know how to write things attend the free master classes you know download all the freebies like just make sure you are investing at least time if you can't do money invest time in just solidifying your copywriting skill or bringing up the basics first but don't try and write without direction because it's yeah. like getting in a car and not knowing where you're going <laughs> like you can drive but you're just yeah. going to waste fuel and <laughs> you're going to waste your petrol and you're going to waste your time so taking that time to like I say solidify your foundations think about what you, you want your tone of voice to be how you want to come across who you're talking to and why you're talking to them I think is some of the most important things you can establish and that's going to root you in your copy <laughs> when yeah. you start to write it so yeah. that would be my biggest advice if you're just starting out and even if you haven't done that if you're listening to this and you're thinking okay I'm, I'm a few years into my business or a year or six months or whatever and you haven't taken the time to properly sit down and establish your foundations and you feel like writing is difficult that might be why so yeah. 
take the time like it's worth it <laughs> yeah I'm completely on board with that and like I think <clears throat> when I when I invested in my own coach like I think the biggest thing that we did at the beginning was that like that piece of the work in terms mm-hmm. of like the market research like yeah. okay what is like let's really get into who is this client and like how how are they thinking how are they feeling what you know what words are going to resonate with them because sometimes the way that you say it might not resonate with them because you understand it in a different way you know like um so it's it's really interesting and I think that really you're you're so right it can it it is foundations in your business and it completely Mm -hmm. switches the game up for you I think in terms of overcoming that feeling of writer's block and getting inspiration and it actually almost makes it easier to come up with ideas when you have that clarity piece. Yeah, yeah. it really, really does. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it impacts so much. And it's not just going to benefit your copy either. So, no, <laughs> you exactly, know, yeah. one. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, and finally, I think this has been so amazing, full of um, incredible ideas and um, advice, but I think it would be really important for listeners listening to this episode to know where they can connect with you um and anything that you've got coming up that you want to share about that yeah. maybe they'd like to know more about definitely so if you want to connect with me my instagram although it might be smaller than it was before is still definitely <laughs> one of the best places to hang out so that's um at epiphany underscore copy um and if you go on my instagram you can also click the link in my bio and that will take you to my email list if you want to subscribe it's called the epiphany editorial and i send out regular email newsletters and i'm definitely prioritizing my email list i will say that in terms of you are going to know first if something's going on and you're going to get all of the best advice and tips tips um and I really try and share a lot of information that's gonna help you in a really practical sense over there as well um and if I'm doing any free master classes or anything like that you'll be the first to know so yeah head over to my Instagram definitely sign up to the epiphany editorial because that's where all the all the all the gossip happens first that's where I'm going to be sharing all the things um and if you want as well I do have a freebie um which I can send you the link to if you want to link that anywhere um and that might help if you are at that beginning stage it's to help you get over writer's block um and when you feel like you just don't know what to say or how to say it that might be really helpful because that just addresses some of the core things you can be doing to help elevate your copy in general as well as just getting over writer's block so that's something you can use now um but definitely watch this space because i've got some very exciting things planned um some very exciting free things coming up and a lot of changes going on in the business behind the scenes so it's a very exciting time for epiphany copy so if you do want to be a part of it definitely head over to my instagram and yeah sign up to my email list if you want to be the first to know because <laughs> you get all of my exclusive love I'm still on a bit of a back burner with Instagram it's you know I was like, we're the best. <laughs> we have to break I mean I can confirm because I, I am one of your email subscribers and I always love everything that you send out I think it's, Thank um, you. it's really, really helpful so um yes definitely get yourself on there I will link your um your Instagram handle and then if you want the link for your uh, the freebie as well into the show notes so that it's really easy for everyone to get access to um but yeah I just want to wrap up by saying I'm so super grateful to you for taking time out of your schedule to to join us here today and I know that everyone listening is going to have been blown away by all of the wisdom (laughs) that you shared because it definitely has been some light bulb moments I think there um and I always say at the end of um my podcast for everyone listening if there is anything that you have really 
taken away from this and it's really landed with you like reach out and let everyone I know because as we've been speaking about the biggest thing we love is having connection with people and we yeah. just love to hear we love to hear when those things have really made an impact on you so yeah yeah you, and if you do have any copy questions slide into my dms I'm always happy to have a chat like just if you have a question or you want further information on something I've spoken about today yeah definitely drop me a dm because I love I love a chat so and thank you so much for having me on this has been so lovely and I've really enjoyed it and I'm really honored to have been asked so you're so welcome (laughs) you're so welcome well for now I will say take care to everyone listening and we will catch you all on the next episode take care bye